Harvey Firestone helped invent the American highway road system. So it's only fitting that Firestone Complete Auto Care would have our epic sales event in the heart of the road trip season. From June 6th to 9th, you can stop by your local Firestone for up to $100 off select services so you can get going on your next adventure. Limited time offered, conditions apply. Go to firestonecomplete.com for details. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. What makes eHarmony so special? You. No, really. The profiles and conversations are different on eHarmony, and that's what makes it great. eHarmony's compatibility quiz brings out everyone's personality on their profile and highlights similarities on your discovery page. So it's even easier to start a conversation that actually goes somewhere. So what are you waiting for? Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. MSW Media. News Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Today, Trump has formally asked the United States Supreme Court to overturn the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling to keep him off the ballot in 2024. The names of nearly 150 Jeffrey Epstein associates and some victims will start to be released today. The White House responds to Republican talking points on the border. The Christian Ziegler investigation expands beyond the rape allegations. A former National Guard official says the Army retaliated against him for his criticism of delays to deploy the National Guard on January 6th. And the Biden campaign is set to cast Trump as a threat to democracy in a speech coming up this weekend. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. How are you, my friend? I am good. I will be heading back to the West Coast tomorrow, so you and I will be back on the same time zone. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm good for a minute because I'm heading out to New York. Next oh, that's week. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just flip flop the country. We'll crisscross the country. I'll high five you in the in the sky. Yeah, we'll high five in the sky. And uh, hey, we're almost done with the first week of 2024. Slow news week. Nothing really happening. No, nothing much. Uh, I just have a couple of top lines today, including Donald Trump formally petitioning the Supreme Court to overturn the Colorado Supreme Court ruling to keep him off the ballot in the state. He's arguing that as president, he doesn't have to support the Constitution. He only has to <laughs> preserve, <laughs> protect and defend it, not support it. I don't support that garbage <laughs> Constitution, says he. He's basically arguing that an insurrectionist um, is not allowed to run for any office except the presidency. He says, the highest court, the highest court. See, look yep. at me, the highest powerful seat in the land. Yep. No, insurrectionists can be that. They just can't be senators or representatives or anything. No, but They no, can totally no, no. be president because of the support thing. And uh, he says, he argues that um, he he's not, the president's not an officer and that the presidency is not an office, which is all just very wrong. And uh, he spends like maybe a couple paragraphs saying that he didn't engage in insurrection. The rest of it is all this kind of legal, technical off-ramp shit. Um, so that's kind of telling. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think we just saw Christina Bob go on Fox News and say, look, people should get to 
decide. The voters should get to decide, regardless of whether the person committed an insurrection. Um, so that's also telling. Uh, I think we're going to eventually get to the point where it's going to be, yeah, I did an insurrection, but I'm immune. Who cares? You should vote for me anyway. Yeah. I'm also really tired of anyone saying the voters should decide. The voters should decide until we abolish the Electoral College and we go with the popular vote in this country for president. <laughs> the voters aren't deciding. So that whole statement is such bullshit. Every time there's a presidential election, the voters decide. Yeah. And that's his opening salvo to the Supreme Court. The voters, the voters should pick. So I guess that means that what he's saying there is that Obama can run for a third term because the 22nd Amendment doesn't matter anymore. I'm in. The, I'd the, vote for him. <laughs> the, the voters should just get to decide, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, great. So we'll just put Obama on the ballot in, in 28. That'll be great. And another real quick hit, a court clerk confirmed today that the list of Epstein associates is going to begin being released on Wednesday, that's today as we record this, yesterday as you hear this, there are around 150 names. There's going to be emails. There's going to be a bunch of stuff that was redacted in the Jew Free case. Um, we'll keep you posted about what we learn. That sounds good. And I, I'm very curious. And I will say this. I've said it before. Democrat, Republican, royalty, I don't care who you are. If you hurt someone and you were involved in this, I want them all to burn. A hundred percent agree with you. Uh, also, um, as promised, Dana, this is just breaking, coming across my desk right now. I have it right here. Yeah. As promised, the Department of Justice has sued Texas over SB4. That's their show me your papers law. The one that says local law enforcement and cops can, can arrest you for being here illegally and that the judges in Texas can just deport you. Um, and so, as I said, and as we discussed the Merrick Garland's Department of Justice is suing Texas because it's unconstitutional as fuck. So that's also happening. We'll keep an eye on that for you. Um, all right. We have a lot of news to get to today. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. First up from the New York Times, a former top lawyer for the D.C. National Guard has accused Army officials of retaliating against him for asserting to Congress that two top army officers lied about the, the deployment of the National Guard on January 6th and why it was delayed. Um, that was during the attack on the Capitol. That's according to a complaint filed with the Defense Department and obtained by the New York Times. His name is Colonel Earl Matthews. He previously served in the Trump administration and was a top lawyer for the D.C. Guard during the January 6th assault. And he said in the complaint that he was retaliated against after he accused two generals in a report to Congress of making false statements about the delayed deployment. That's an issue that has produced multiple and often conflicting accounts. Quote, it, it's textbook whistleblower retaliation. I wrote that memo because I saw real wrongdoing. That's Colonel Matthews in his first interview since the incident. I love the United States Army. To me, this is about Army values. A copy of the 37-page whistleblower reprisal complaint was filed with the Pentagon's Inspector General in October, two months before the third anniversary of the attack on Congress by the pro-Trump mob seeking to halt certification of the Biden uh, election victory. And it underscores how many questions remain about aspects of the government and law enforcement response to the deadly attack on the Capitol. And that's why so many of us wanted the January 6th Select Committee to go over this um, more in more detail, but they chose to focus on Trump. Now, at the center of this particular dispute is a still simmering feud inside the military over who is to blame for the more than four hour delay in deploying the National Guard on that day. 
Now, Colonel Matthews, who was involved in key meetings about the Guard deployment, said he initially gave his account of what happened to Congress in 2021 after he saw top Army officials try to downplay their role in the delay. In particular, Colonel Matthews said he was infuriated by a report he said was overseen by Lieutenant General Walter Piott. I told you to remember that name. Uh, and he was he he described that report from Piot as misleading, factually flawed, and revisionist recitation of events that he viewed as shifting the blame for the delay onto D.C. National Guard leadership from the Army. He was also angered by what he viewed as a faulty report from the Defense Department's Inspector General that relied on some of the same material. Colonel Matthews drafted a 36-page memo he submitted to the House January 6th committee accusing General Piot and General Charles Flynn of being, quote, absolute and unmitigated liars. And we reported on this in 2021 when that statement came out. So what's news here, Dana, is that now recently the Army has retaliated against him for sending that memo a couple years ago. In the fall of 2022, the Biden White House denied General Piot a promotion after Colonel Matthews raised concerns about his testimony. Huh. After that happened, Colonel Matthews said he faced retaliation. And that's in February of last year, but almost a year ago. Colonel Matthews, who at that point was assigned to the Army War College as part of the Army Reserve, said he was falsely accused of unprofessional behavior. He said he was also listed as a person of concern who might try to disrupt a military conference in Virginia being attended by General Piot and was escorted out of a hotel hosting the seminar by security. Colonel Matthews says he was also denied consideration for promotion despite having been selected by a promotion board to be promoted to Brigadier General. Colonel Matthews is asking the Inspector General recommend he be slated for assignment to Brigadier General and that those who retaliated against him be reprimanded and punished. And he also wants any false or misleading testimony about the National Guard delay to be corrected in the congressional record. As the riot unfolded on January 6th, General Flynn who commanded the U.S. Army Pacific and General Piot, director of the Army of Staff, were involved in a phone call with police leaders in which Army officials worried about the optics, and that's a quote, optics of sending the National Guard. That's according to congressional testimony by the commander of the D.C. National Guard. Charles Flynn told Congress he wasn't on the call. He only overheard portions of it. And uh, he said he hadn't heard any discussions of political considerations with regard to sending the guard. Quote, I didn't use the word optics, nor did I hear the word used during the call on January 6th, he said. Mm, But Piot did. Colonel Matthews called those comments by General Flynn outright perjury and said he unmistakably heard him say that optics of the National Guard presence on Capitol Hill would be an issue for him. Colonel Matthews listed a series of other discrepancies, too, with testimony by both Piat and Flynn. So this is still an issue. It's still unresolved. And the Army seems to still be covering it up. Unbelievable. I can't I also can't hear the story about Colonel Matthews without thinking about a few good men. Every time you say Colonel <laughs> Matthews, that's where I go. Yeah, I, I can't be the only one. All right. This next one's from Politico. Uh, The Biden administration's attempting to flip the blame for the migrant crisis at the southern border onto Republicans. Because it's their fault. Yep. In anticipation of Speaker Mike Johnson heading to the U.S. southern border on Wednesday, the White House issued a statement accusing House GOPers of ducking the chance to address the issue they've been attacking. Mm. But Republicans voted against Biden's supplemental funding package, which included money to hire new border agents asylum officers, immigration judges, as well as technology to combat the flow of fentanyl, big deal. 
That is a big deal. They all voted against it. Now, White House officials also note that Republicans rejected the comprehensive immigration reform plan the president introduced shortly after he took office. And I quote, after voting in 2023 to eliminate over 2,000 Border Patrol agents and erode our capacity to seize fentanyl, earlier in 2023, House Republicans left Washington in mid-December, even as President Biden and Republicans and Democrats in the Senate remained to forge ahead on a bipartisan agreement. That was from Bates. Yep. And here's the thing. Now that Roe v. Wade is overturned, and that's going to bite them in the ass, The Republicans absolutely do not want to fix any problems with immigration or the border. No. They won't have anything to run on. It's their only thing. That's all they've got. And it's not even a real thing. I mean, yes, we need more, you know, judges. We need to streamline asylum seekers applying for asylum in the United States. We need to streamline the immigration process in our country. But what Republicans are going to do is first of all they're saying if you don't if you don't do what we want on the border we're going to shut down the government how does shutting down the government help secure the border it, it doesn't it do, that that leaves an open border not even just the southern border yeah <laughs> so it it's they they just want to have this problem and they don't want to fix it it is their job to fix this they have voted no again and again on funding these things so that they can complain about it as a problem. Of course. It's very frustrating. And then they'll say, they'll say, oh, well, we have our uh, border. We have stuff we want you to pass. We'll pass this border stuff. And the, that their border stuff is like razor wire and, right. you know, spikes on the walls and making it black. So it heats up in the sun and gives people third degree burns or being able to shoot immigrants in the knees, you know, like that's their border policy. Also, their border policy likes to sneak in stuff that hurts like the LGBTQ community and doesn't allow trans kids to get mm-hmm. medical, need, uh, you know, attention that they need. Like, these are the things that they sneak in at the end of these bills. And thank God the Democrats are paying enough rep- uh, attention to these mm-hmm. that they're like, no, we're not going to let this go through unless you take all that garbage out of it. Nope. And and they'll keep those poison pills in there so that oh, they can yeah. keep the problem alive and blame the president for it, even though it's Congress's job. All right. Next up from NBC, President Joe Biden will cast former President Donald Trump as a threat to democracy this Saturday in a speech set to be delivered on the third anniversary of January 6th. That's according to the Biden campaign. The speech is expected to be a key component of the campaign's efforts to highlight the stakes of the presidential election, not the odds, the stakes. Uh, this, This is one, by the way, that's shaping up to be a rematch of the 2020 contest. On a call with reporters announcing Saturday's event, campaign officials used dire terms in warning against a potential Trump victory. Communications director Michael Tyler said that if Trump wins in November, he, quote, will use all of his power to systematically dismantle and destroy our democracy. Campaign manager Julie Chavez Rodriguez added, our message is clear and it is simple. We are running a campaign like the fate of our democracy depends on it because it does. Biden will deliver his remarks in the Philadelphia area near Valley Forge, a historic Revolutionary War site where George Washington worked to rally troops in a unified army in the late 1770s. And here's a quote there. The president will make the case directly that democracy and freedom, two powerful ideas that united the 13 colonies and that generations throughout our nation's history have fought and died for just a stone's throw from where he'll be Saturday 
remains central. Democracy and freedom remains central to the fight we're in today. That's what Quentin Falks said, a deputy campaign manager. Now, Biden campaign officials also argue that Trump has grown more dangerous since the previous election. And I agree. Some are saying he's more of a danger today than he was on January 6th. Trump himself actually plans to hold two campaign events on Saturday to try to, you know, steal the oxygen out of the room. And next week, Biden will deliver campaign remarks at Mother Emanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, South Carolina, where nine people were killed in a mass shooting by an admitted white supremacist in 2015. Quote, whether it's white supremacists descending on the historic American city of Charlottesville, the assault on our nation's capital on January 6th, or a white supremacist murdering churchgoers at Mother Emanuel nearly nine years ago, America is worried about the rise of political violence and determined to stand against it. That's another campaign. That's that's Falks, the campaign spokesperson. Biden and Trump were neck and neck in a hypothetical matchup in the most recent NBC News poll. In a November survey, 44% of respondents picked Biden and 46% picked Trump, a difference that's within the poll's margin of error, by the way, a poll that was also heavily oversampled and weighted multiple times. <laughs> At the same time, Biden's approval rating dipped to 40%, which is so far the lowest of his presidency, but that's just in that poll. I don't think the polls are as close as reality. I agree, because you know who doesn't answer polls? Anyone under 30. Yeah. And this one of these specific polls recently said that um, they called people at home. Um, and yeah, that's, I don't have a landline. Yeah. And also, if you're calling me on my cell phone, I don't answer unknown, unknown calls. Yeah. Calls. And I don't know many people younger than me that do. In fact, I think my voicemail says, text me. <laughs> That's it. Hi, you've reached Allison Gill. Text me. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got one more in this segment, AG, and this is from Politico. And a content warning uh, for sexual assault in this story. We've covered this time and time again over the last couple of months. Sarasota authorities, they're expanding their investigation into Florida Republican Chair Christian Ziegler to probe whether he broke any laws when he allegedly recorded a sexual encounter with a woman accusing him of rape. That's according to a search warrant affidavit. Now, the December 8th search warrant obtained by Politico through a public records request seeks access to Ziegler's Instagram messages, videos, and photos, including those that were under the vanish mode that makes them disappear from the app. Well, according to the affidavit, the alleged victim told police she didn't consent to being recorded. Uh-oh. Yep. Now, the new revelation adds to the mounting problems for Ziegler, who has insisted that the October 2nd sexual encounter was consensual and has refused to step down from his role with the GOP, despite even Ron DeSantis and other top Florida Republicans urging him to resign. When 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 you're grosser than Ron DeSantis, yep. it's time to go. Yep. Now, the party's executive board members stripped Ziegler of his power and salary, by the way, during a meeting on uh, in Orlando on December 17th. So apparently he's just sitting there for free at this point. We'll see. Now, Ziegler's wife, Bridget Ziegler, she happened to be one of the co-founded the conservative parents group, uh, Moms for Liberty. Yep, we know them trying to ban every book on the planet. Well, uh, she's also faced accusations of hypocrisy in part because she told police during the probe that she had a consensual sexual encounter with the victim and her husband about a year ago. Well, Bridget Ziegler has pushed traditional family values and was an outspoken supporter of Florida's law that bans teachers from instructing students on sexual orientation or gender identity, 
known by opponents as the don't say gay bill. And I'd like to point out, just like so many other people have, don't care that she's had a threesome. I care that she's a fucking hypocrite and really Mm -hmm. shitty at her job. Mm -hmm. Now, the new document states that Ziegler showed police the two and a half minute video at the center of the investigation on November 2nd of 2023. It also says that Ziegler's attorney, Derek Byrd, told police that the alleged victim asked Ziegler in an Instagram message whether he showed his wife, Bridget Ziegler, the video. Both the alleged victim and Bridget Ziegler told police they didn't know about the video and hadn't seen it. Oh, Whoops. Ziegler faces possible charges of rape and video voyeurism. Asked about the newly released search warrant, Bird told Politico that he stood by his original statement about the investigation, which stated he was confident in his client that he would not face charges and predicted he'd be completely exonerated. Hmm. Well, Bird said he didn't know when the investigation would be over, but I have to believe it will be soon. Okay, so Ziegler's going to face a GOP state and county leaders on January 8th in Tallahassee, where numbers are expected to oust him from his post. Now, Evan Power, he's the current vice chair who's leading the group. He's also uh, run to replace him that same day. Florida National Committee man Peter Feeman is also vying for that position, by the way. Now, the Florida Center for Government Accountability initially learned of the investigation into Ziegler and has broken most of the developments on the case. Ziegler taped the encounter, and unnamed sources who viewed the tape told Florida Center for Government Accountability that it could undermine the rape complaint. Okay. Now, Bridget Ziegler, who is a Sarasota County School Board member, has refused to step down from her school board job, even though, like I said, apparently she's horrible at it. Uh, She also still works as a board member for the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. That controls the land surrounding Walt Disney World. After the entertainment giant, as we know, clashed with DeSantis over the LGBTQ plus school curriculum ban. Mm, absolutely uh, infuriating. The hypocrisy is palpable. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. We'll keep on this story for you and everything else. All the other stories that we covered. Um, I'm looking forward to especially talking about this uh, Supreme Court filing from Trump in the Colorado Section 3 14th Amendment case on on next week's next week's episode of clean up on l45 with pete struck all right everybody we have a lot of good news to get to if you have good news send it to us dailybeanspod.com and click on contact we'll read it on the air and um we're gonna take a quick break and we'll read your good news submissions stick around we'll be right back after these messages be right back harvey firestone helped invent the american highway road system so, it's only fitting that Firestone Complete Auto Care would have our epic sales event in the heart of the road trip season. From June 6th to 9th, you can stop by your local Firestone for up to $100 off select services, so you can get going on your next adventure. Limited time offered, conditions apply. Go to FirestoneComplete.com for details. National Outlet Shopping Day is back. Join us June 8th and 9th at Simon Premium Outlets Nationwide. Score thousands of can't-miss deals from brands you love all weekend long. They've got up to 65% off every day. And the National Outlet Shopping Day deals are even better. Visit premiumoutlets.com slash NOSD to find a premium outlet near you. That's premiumoutlets.com slash NOSD. Stressed about pests? When you have pest problems, don't call just anyone. Call the Orkin Pro. For more than 120 years, Orkin offers unparalleled service, helping protect homes and businesses from termites, rodents, mosquitoes, and other insects. 
With Orkin by your side, you don't have to wonder about the outcome of your pest problem. We'll solve it guaranteed. And if bugs creep up between services, we'll be on your doorstep free of charge. Orkin, the best in pests. Learn more at orkin.com. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then, learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, you want to play what the mutt, what the heck wine, opine on the bovine, what the hell's in that shell, what's the model of your oxalotl, anything at all, <laughs> um, you could send that to us. If you have a dissertation or thesis title, I love those. They're so fun. Send those in. A whoopee story, blanky story, stuffed animal story, something meaningful like that. Any any kind of heirloom thing like that. But I especially love the whoobies. Any holiday photos. Um, happy place pictures, pod pet tax. If you can't pay pod pet tax because you don't have a pod pet, you can send us an adoptable pet in your area. Shout out to yourself. Shout out to a loved one. Shit kids say. Misheard song lyrics. Frog orgies. Anything you want to send us. Anything. If you have anything to say to us, please email us. Anything at all. That's uh, dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact. Uh, And thank you to our patrons and to folks who donated a premium one-year subscription um, to, to those who can't swing it. We had so many, and uh, if you want to sign up to receive one of those, or if you want to donate uh, a one-year subscription, like thirty-six bucks, or uh, you can do that at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. Just scroll down to patrons helping patrons, and if you want to become a patron, you can do that at patreon.com/slash/MullerSheWrote. All right, first up, Tammy, pronouns she and her. Hey y'all, I'm a brand new beanie baby, three months or so. YouTube said people who watched Crooked Media also listened to you. Hey, that's kind of cool. I'm so happy I found you. I love and appreciate both of you. I want to especially thank Dana for her work for HRC. Before I retired, I was the co-leader of my company's pride group for many years. Wonderful. It's awesome. I want to share how proud I am of my baby brother. He's 18 years younger than me. Wow. So yes, baby brother. He fought addiction to alcohol and drugs for many years. As of this past August, he's been sober for six years. I'm so happy for him. He used his experience to help others too, first at the rehab center that helped him and now at a brand new clinic. You see, he just received his BS in human services at the age of 45. Never give up. He has been accepted into a master's program that starts this month and plans to get his doctorate. I feel chest bursting pride. Wow, Tammy, what a, that's such a, an amazing story. For pod pet tax, I'm including my three babies. The first one is my old man, Indy. He's almost 15 and was born with cerebellar hypoplasia, CHP. These cats have sometimes severe motor skill problems. Indies are fairly mild. Are these the wobbly kitties? I love the wobbly kitties. His back legs get going faster than the front ones and he falls down, but he's a sweet love bug. In the second picture are Andy and Opie. They were part of the feral cat colony I've supported for years. They tamed themselves and claimed me. 
They aren't siblings since they're three years apart, but they're clearly related. <laughs> Thank you both for all you do. Oh, I love that you supported a feral cat colony for several years. I have in my head, like you'd go read them stories, <laughs> you know, bring them some treats, uh, you know, maybe if they need to be neutered or whatever, spayed. That's amazing. Look at the sweet babies. That is awesome. Look at the second picture, those little nose spots. So cute. They're reversed. Very, very cute. Thank you so much, Tammy. Congrats. Oh, my God. Brother. This, sorry, this picture that popped up. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> There's doggles involved. Ladies We're doing and this. All right. This is from, hey, Mr. Wilson. No pronouns given. Love you guys. All y'all. Absolutely great voicing of the resistance. Thank you. I wanted to share our little rescue from the streets of Ensenada, Mexico. After a five-hour desert ride, she didn't want to get out of the car. She's a hoot and a fantastic therapy dog at a couple of memory care facilities. And yes, she's a toy poodle. She's She's got riding goggles on in like this race car right here. It says Happy Solstice. She's got a little sweater vest, little, little keys on her collar. Happy solstice, Mr. Wilson. You want to take the next one too? I'd love to. This is from, because I read this when we first got it and I sort of love the submission. This is from Craig, pronouns he and him. Dear A and D to the G, I'm catching up on my beans after the holidays and I just heard you say happy anniversary, dildos. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It made me laugh out loud because six weeks after our divorce was finalized, my ex-wife married the guy she cheated on me with while we were still living together. So yes, happy anniversary, dildos indeed. <laughs> I also have a new game I like I to think call. the first up? anniversary is the dildo anniversary, isn't it? Um, I think so. That yeah. should be if you, you know. And listen, actually, I'm not going to throw stones at anybody right now. I just love the submission. All right, this is the next line. I also have a new game I'd like to call. What the fuck is that? Kill it, kill it, kill it. <laughs> See this, see this, the terrifying creature I found in my house. I have no idea what it is, but it's dead. Now, for pet tax, I have included Dobby, my best little buddy. I have a good idea of what he is, but I've never had him tested. He has the biggest ears I've ever seen, and he's this cute little chihuahua. Dobby makes sense. No, Dobby makes so much sense. So he's obviously chihuahua, but I don't know what where you get those ears. I think maybe if we scroll down, they're from a Karen Terrier. Oh, Karen Terrier. But yeah. no, I don't I don't think I've seen it. Oh, my God. There's the kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That'll make me close my computer, like, <laughs> throw it out the window. Uh-uh. That looks like a fucking centipede, and it's getting out of my house. God loves a terrier. <laughs> <laughs> we mix the terrier and the silverfish or whatever the shit that is. Oh, it's called a house centipede. Oh, see, actually, it, maybe I know my bugs because I hate them. They're actually very good. House centipedes do not cause harm to structures or stored products, fabrics, pets, or humans. They're solely predators that actively hunt other anthropods such as cockroaches, bed bugs, flies, ants, silverfish, spiders, and all other household pests. They are beneficial residents that act as biocontrol against building pests. Now I love them. This means that if the house centipedes are present and actively hunting, there is little need to use pesticides inside a building. Okay, but how many house centipedes yeah, I don't do think you I'm need gonna, like, to not need? Like my friend releases ladybugs in his garden. I don't nope. think I'm going to be releasing house centipedes in nope. my house. But it's nope. important to note, if you see one of these guys, they're friends. They're I'll friends. do my best to get it out with a cup and a piece of paper, but okay. get out. 
Well, I'm taking the next two, which are the last Fine. two, so that I'm you just can look at the pictures. So you can enjoy these photos that that um, that are sent in because they're do it. so adorable. Hello from Christine, pronouns she and her. She and her. Happy New Year, Beans Queens. I've been a listener since the kitchen table days. Awesome. That's been a lot. It's been like five years, Christine. We're like besties now. Thanks for all of your hard work, dedication, and humor. Here are two photos of my beautiful niece. She is eight months old. Look. Nothing cuter than a baby in a bucket. Baby in a bucket. Actually, a baby, baby in a barrel. Oh my! That's God. a barrel of baby. So adorable. she's really perfect. Oh my goodness! Yep, literally perfect. Look at that little gold bow on the head. So sweet. I need one of those. All right, close us out, my friend. All right, from Lisa Joe, pronouns she and her. Hi, AG and DG. Greetings from the shores of the Michigan Ocean. <laughs> it's so big, I just can't call it a lake anymore. Whoopi Homer, 64 years old. I so love the Whoopi story, so here's mine. I'm holding the old brown dog that was given to me as I came home from the hospital 64 years ago. Wow. His name is Homer. Homer's followed me throughout my life, wherever I have been. My adult son, Donnie, 28, made Homer 2 for me. Wow. This Christmas, using a vintage 1930s toy pattern. How? What a great gift. Great and thoughtful. Uh, from a 28-year-old Donnie. That's fantastic. Um, the legs are jointed with buttons. The ears weighted like Michigan skipping rocks. Like Lake Michigan skipping rocks. Um, the hand sewing is expert. The stitching, very precise and even. He did this without any experience in sewing. He must hearken back to his great grandma, who was an expert needlewoman and Milner in Vienna. I was amazed to see this and, ex and experience the sensitivity he showed in making me something like this at age 64. I will keep it. Uh, I will keep it out all year. Thanks for all you do. You make a difference. I've been a listener since the kitchen table days. We have two kitchen table listeners today. Look at this. That is so cool. No sewing experience. That is a perfect little dachshund. And the, the legs move too. On it's button, amazing. On button hinges. And then there's the original um, Homer. Look at that. 64-year-old Whoopi. Yeah. What a thoughtful, thoughtful gift. Thank you for sharing that. Like now I'm like, damn, my gifts are shit. I got my mom some socks and uh, <laughs> underwear, some cash. Like I'm like, I need to. We got I need some to, cool ass listeners. That's what we have. I need to get on the more thoughtful gift train like your son, Donnie. So thank you very much for that submission. Thank you to all of you for your submissions. Send in more baby pictures. They make Dana extremely happy. So, so happy. And me as well. I don't, you know, I, I, I also like babies. <laughs> Just Dana really does. Uh, and you know what's coming up this weekend on refried beans. Happy oh. anniversary, dildos. Happy anniversary, dildos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have any final thoughts today, my friend? No, that's it. It's just the happy anniversary, dildos. That's it. And whenever, if you don't have a final thought, you should just say that. Okay. I you can ask me again. Good. Do you have any final thoughts? Yes, I do. Happy anniversary, <laughs> dildos. <laughs> Everybody will be back in your ears tomorrow. Until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your family. Vote blue over Q. And take all that family with you. All of them. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane. 
with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Harvey Firestone helped invent the American Highway Road System. So, it's only fitting that Firestone Complete Auto Care would have our epic sales event in the heart of the road trip season. From June 6th to 9th, you can stop by your local Firestone for up to $100 off select services, so you can get going on your next adventure. Limited time offered, conditions apply. Go to FirestoneComplete.com for details. National Outlet Shopping Day is back. Join us June 8th and 9th at Simon Premium Outlets Nationwide. Score thousands of can't-miss deals from brands you love all weekend long. They've got up to 65% off every day. And the National Outlet Shopping Day deals are even better. Visit premiumoutlets.com slash NOSD to find a premium outlet near you. That's premiumoutlets.com slash NOSD.